Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. And I'm Jordan Harms. And Andy Bates is uh, somewhere on his way back to the studio. We are live at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis for the Faith and Film Festival in what, year three? Is that right? Technically. Technically year three of the Faith and <laughs> Film Festival. It's so awesome to be on campus. And uh, Jordan here is my co-host. You've been on the Coffee Hour once before? I think only once. I think yeah. only once, yes. Well, here is your co-hosting Ta-da. debut for the Coffee Hour. This is very exciting. Before we talk about the Faith and Film Festival, I want to thank our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live on Common. There you go. You got my line today. Yeah. <laughs> you Joining me. Oh, that's all right. Joining me today is uh, Erica Bennett who is the Director of Continuing Education at Concordia Seminary. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Good morning. This is a very exciting day for you. It is. A little tired, but very exciting. This is what, day day two day of two. the festival? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is happening. So it's January 26th through 28th. Yes. Very exciting. And also, Dr. Eric Herman, the Professor of Historical Theology, Dean of Theological Research and Publication, and Director of the Center for Reformation Research at Concordia <laughs> Seminary. You have a very long title. <laughs> a lot of jobs, but yeah, great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Now, you have, you're kind of uh, involved in some of the uh, presentation facilitation of the movies that are happening on campus. Is that right? Yeah. To, for one of the large movies tonight that we're going to show on in the auditorium, I'll be part of a panel discussion for that. Yes. This is very exciting. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, first, I want to kind of get your background. What is your relationship with film? Why do you, do you love film? Is this kind of something that's, uh, <laughs> it doesn't really uh, jive with a lot of your titles here. So what, what do you yeah. love about film? Well, I've never met anyone that hates film. I mean, that <laughs> seems fair. like a strange thing no of of course i love movies and um i suppose i have i have uh, five kids and so my uh my tastes and my opportunities have changed quite a bit over the years uh Uh so uh (laughs) they're older now so i've moved from uh pixar to back to some things i used to uh, Uh like watching before but um Sure, I think I think media film is a, a wonderful media uh, to uh, uh, share ideas with and tell stories, and uh, so I love them like like most people. Yeah, like most people. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no, that's true. So I'll jump right into one of my questions that I have uh, regarding how do you balance your love of film with a job at a theological uh-huh. uh, position. Mm. Because we're sitting, for people who can't see, we're sitting in a room with a lot of movie posters all the way around us. And I know for a fact that they're all secular films, uh-huh. for the most part. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I know that things don't necessarily need to be unchristian. I'm doing air quotes right now. Right. <laughs> Just because they're not pumped full of Christian doctrine and everything like that. So do you try to, like, bring that into your profession here? Like, do you combine the two, like your love of film? And then how is that, how does that kind of translate into, I don't know, maybe a ministry for you? This is mm. sort of a question for both of you really, cause sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that plays a part. Yeah. I, I suppose I don't see it in terms of um, Christian or secular. There are stories about people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's, 
I mean, from a from a Christian worldview, that's the kind of thing that we're interested in. That's whom God has uh, sent His Son for. And so, getting insight into the lives of people, perspectives that maybe I don't have, mm-hmm. um, are particularly important. Uh, so, I mean, in terms of making it work with my theological hat, um, <laughs> I just I just think they're they're reference points of stories that uh, communicate things for students and for preachers and um, what it means to be human. So, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as a rival and I'm not against Christian movies, but, um, I like the idea that we're, we're getting a new perspective on someone's point of view of, uh, what it means to be human. I like that answer a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it gives you permission I to know. watch non-Christian movies. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I needed from you yes. specifically. Yeah, so right. I will watch my first un-Christian movie later. Is that, is that yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Erica, do you have... Do you have ideas about that too? Yeah, I was just going to say, um, I've always loved to go see movies in the theater, um, more for the atmosphere than anything else. I would have never, to be totally candid, I would have never pulled out Christian themes or, oh, that character is a Christ figure, ever. But now that we've been doing the film festival for a few years, I can't help but notice that. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Jordan, these movies are all, well, some of them are movies that you would be like, how would you find a Christian theme in that movie? But our sure. moderators are amazing. And the insight that our participants, students and people from outside of the seminary mm. that come in, it's been really interesting. We watched a movie last night that um, Calvary that was not, I said, was not my cup of tea. <laughs> um, and then in the discussion, it just, I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it. Okay, this is really well done. And, but yeah. How does discussion like that uh, help you kind of figure out those things? Because sometimes you do watch movies that are not your cup of tea and you don't really, you may not fully understand it until somebody else brings out those themes for mm. you. How, yeah. how how does this environment kind of help help you and the participants do that? It just gets you to think more about it. And, you know, we're we're with people that, you know, other Christians. So we share the same beliefs and some of them know more about film than, than I do. So mm-hmm. it's great. You know, it'd be great if I could bring Heather Choate Davis with me every time I go to a movie. But, <laughs> <laughs> or Dave Lewis. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Now, Dr. Herman, I know there's, there's a thing in, in the bio that I have for you that says that some books are better than the movies and some <laughs> movies are better than the books. And I really want to know your thoughts behind this statement. <laughs> Yeah, well, we had to say something uh, interesting. <laughs> That's uh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Welcome to our job description. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that, um, uh, you know, when you, when you deal with uh, uh, movie adaptations of books, um, there are a couple of things going on. One is you, you can't replicate visually everything that's happening in the book. And so folks that... Uh, are critical of the adaptations or are, are mad that their favorite thing was left out or that it was told in a different way. Um, but sometimes the movie, uh, not just visually, but also the, the story that it tells uh, can be kind of more powerful, more moving. Um, so I, I used the example of like the Godfather or another one would be the shining. I would say is, is a, a movie that's really exceeds the, the story. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of a short story by by uh, Stephen King now becomes this classic um, thriller. Um, 
Whereas there are, there are some, I mean, I think a lot of people, that's an easy one. People say, oh, the book's much better than the movie. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, the quip I gave on that was that um, I thought the book uh, was better than the movie Passion of Christ. Um, mm-hmm. uh. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie, but I did read the book. And, yeah. uh, I, I <laughs> that's good. Is <laughs> that written by uh, Mel Gibson, the book? Or? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No, oh. that's just clarifying. <laughs> no. Yeah. I must be missing something. No. Okay. <laughs> so going off of that, one of the things that we're told in film school all the time is the same thing that everybody's told when they're writing an essay or paper is show, don't tell. Mm. So that mm. takes on a whole completely different meaning with, with film. So do you mm. find that movies that you typically think are better than the book, they do a better job of showing maybe what you read in the book, but like, because it's different than any kind of medium, you know, whether that be theater or, or, you know, video games or whatever, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you are in a theater, you know, you always act to the back row. They mm-hmm. always say like, make sure mm-hmm. the back row can hear you. Mm-hmm. Well, in a movie, the entire audience could possibly be like four inches from your face. If that's the <laughs> camera, you know? So I think that, I'm just, I'm mainly just agreeing with you. I yeah, think that, right, that if right. you show and you don't tell, like you, you don't need a character to sit here and explain the plot right. and no. talk about who's talking to me now. Mm-hmm. You can just, you can convey things with an, a facial expression or a musical cue or something. Yeah. There's an immediacy there, you know, and yeah, it yeah. evokes things for you that maybe have to be described otherwise. I mean, mm-hmm. a beautiful passage in a, in a book may evoke things for you, but to actually see and musically enhance something is a whole different way of getting about it. And, uh, I teach a class on on C.S. Lewis, and he talks about writing as um, a good writer doesn't tell you how to feel. It just write he writes things that make you feel, feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? and uh, movies are definitely that kind of medium too. Yeah. And they can have the opposite effect too. Yeah, well, ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. There's a passage you really like in a book, and then it's really poorly portrayed. Yeah, no, that's. I right. think that that mm-hmm. strikes a chord. No. That is with me anyway. Like that is not how I envisioned it, and then I I think that's where the easy answer comes from. Like, oh, the book was better. Yeah, because, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Because I felt it was better. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have Do you have a favorite movie that is better than a book, Doctor Herman? Mm. No, I'm, I'm throwing you a big question here. You are. You, are, you gotta think uh, about it for a second. Favorite movie that's better than a book, or just a favorite movie in general? I'm curious. I and do you have not to have know. Seen film. the book and read the and the book. Yes, yeah. that's true. Jordan <laughs> and I are kind of on opposite ends of this film spectrum. Jordan knows a lot about film as a film person. You know a lot more. Than I <laughs> yeah. I know very little film and pop culture references. So. Right. I was giving you time to think there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was good. That was good. Well, I, this is, I mean, I suppose I'll, I'll go here. This is an easy one. Um, is the, the whole Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah. Yep. We yeah. don't have time for this. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later. Right, right, right. Right. No, I mean, I was a huge, and still I'm a huge fan of the books. And, um, and uh, uh, and it's fun when you meet someone who was. I was out uh, in Washington earlier um, going through someone's library, <clears throat> person who had died and hit the, I found their old version of the Lord of the Rings, an old paperback oh, version yes. in there. And everyone like gathered around with reverence. Like yeah. I remember <laughs> the first time I read that, oh, but uh, cool. I do remember the first time I saw the movie and uh, they first showed Hobbiton. And uh-huh. I think I almost wept. I was just <gasps> like, Oh, they captured Aww. this thing in my heart right yeah. for a moment. And obviously there's things to critique, but I think both of those, um, in their own way have sort of captured something magical there. So mm-hmm. 
Yes. yes. And, and I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Some people might be really, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm on about the extended version and all yeah. that kind of jazz. Yeah. I'm oh, unoffended yeah. by your answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. There is something really cool, though, when, when you've read a book and then you see the movie and it is exactly how you pictured it mm-hmm. in your, in your yeah. head. And that, that all kind of just jives. And I mean, there is the opposite effect when you sure. and it's not. And you're like, oh, this is disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we um, just really quick. We growing up, we always read books as a family. Like we would all have copies and read it and then discuss. And when we found out um, books that were going to become movies, as a family, we had fun saying, who do you think would play this person? Mm. Who would you, if you were asked, who would you like to play this character? Mm -hmm. And that's been really fun. So, yeah. 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 We got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. We have more to talk about. We are live at the Faith and Film Festival at Concordia Seminary. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. And I'm Jordan Harms. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Jordan Harms. We are live at the Faith and Film Festival at Concordia Seminary, happening right now. Started yesterday and tomorrow. This is very exciting. It's very quiet here right now because I believe are all the participants in a, a feature film right now? Is that what's happening? Yeah, yes. there's four movies going on right now. Oh, four movies. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, we're missing out. Even more I exciting mean, than I thought. No, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're here with Erica Bennett and Dr. Eric Herman talking about film and books and movies and, and what all of this means, what this festival is about. Um, and I know, Dr. Herman, you are a facilitator for a film that's happening tonight. And this was a, an extra special secret film that was not announced uh, when we talked with Erica the last time about the that's film right. festival. I so this is you couldn't it. tell us which movie this was. So th- this is a very exciting thing. Uh, Dr. Herman, can you tell us what movie you sure. are facilitating and w- what it's about? And then we'll get into it a little more. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's Ad Astra. It's a science fiction movie with Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones. And uh, so we're showing that to everyone uh, uh-huh. tonight. And uh, it, we have a panel. We're going to talk about that movie in particular, but also I think just themes that science fiction bring out, uh, that this movie is sort of an excellent representation of a science fiction kind of movie, dealing with some of those big kind of large themes that are typical. All right. If you had to pick. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here it comes. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Decaf or... No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) That might be an easier answer. Coffee hour. (laughs) Sci-fi or fantasy? Ooh. Oh, gosh. I suppose I don't like fantasy, um, except for we talked about in the, on the our other side of the break, um, Tolkien, mm-hmm. uh, who kind of invented it. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else is sort of a footnote to Tolkien on that, and, and so <laughs> I, it's it's all kind of eh. But 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 science fiction, I think, um, is a little bit more um, 
Well, as a, as a professor, I like sort of the philosophical stuff that goes there. The, and when I say science fiction, I don't mean like Star Wars, which is just a cowboy movie in space. It's sort of a sci-fi <laughs> fantasy, lowercase sci-fi, yeah, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, it's, wow. Yeah. I was no. going to accept that as like your answer of like, I like both. So Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, nice. I mean, I, I mean, who doesn't like Star Wars, I suppose. But it's, it's not, I wouldn't put that in the science fiction category, uh, the way I think of it. I think of it as, um, it's, you know, Stanley Kubrick, 2001 Space Odyssey kind of stuff that's ponderous, mm. slow. Um, yeah, I actually, I, none of my family likes those movies. <laughs> so I only get to watch those movies on airplanes on my way to conferences. Ah, um, so okay. they tend to be very, I'm very excited about seeing Ad Astra on a screen that's larger than my phone. Ah, so, oh. yeah. Okay, cool. Very nice. I have a follow-up. Go for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm the same way. I, I mean, yeah. I like I like both, but I think that a lot of my family and extended family don't see eye to eye with me on the whole sci-fi thing. But yeah. you mentioned you said Tolkien's kind of the creator, if sure. you will, and everything's a footnote. What would be mm -hmm. your sci-fi equivalent? Well, I, what seems like a ooh, what, like ooh, if, if wow if you said Ad Astra, I've always said Ad Astra. Am I saying that wrong? Me too. Uh, no, it's Latin. So okay, it's that makes yeah. way more sense. <laughs> Clear that up. Yes, thank you. The stars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad Astra, you like it as a sci-fi movie, but yeah. is it a footnote to something greater? As a movie, or as just a, as, as a, a sci-fi movie? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's a foot. I mean, it's it's in the 2001 Space Odyssey gotcha. tradition. I would say is kind of the. Um, that's sort of the launch of mm -hmm. really these sorts of large uh, sci-fi movies with those kinds of themes in it. Um, in terms of the genre, I mean, you go all the way back to H.G. Wells and the War of the Worlds kind of stuff. So there's Love the it. alien thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Erica, I'm curious if you have an answer to that question, too. Me too. If you, if you have to choose between fantasy and sci-fi. Fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. All right. yeah, I'm not a big right. sci-fi. So. <laughs> We've got both. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I will have to say that I was not a fan of either sci-fi or fantasy no. until just a few years ago when my, my husband is a huge fan of both of these. Okay. And so he finally got me starting to watch some of these movies. And I get it. Now. I get why people like these movies now, which is really cool. I do want to ask, though, just and I might be throwing myself under the bus. <laughs> what is the difference between fantasy and sci-fi? Like, how do you define these two different genres? I I feel like there's some overlap, but I might also just be a newbie enough that I don't understand it fully. I probably don't know as much to answer it as Eric, but what comes to mind instantly for me is that fantasy, for some reason, I think fantasy and magical. Mm -hmm. even, okay, though, yeah. even though some people might think that sci-fi is like so far out there, it's not real, mm -hmm. but at least it has more of that than mm -hmm. the fantasy. Like we yeah. talked a little bit ago about Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. totally fantasy yeah mm -hmm. and um you know it just takes you i mean I, movies take you to another place all the time but fantasy is like a magical unreal yeah. place that you can go yeah so. so i think i would also be in camp fantasy too i do I like you would i feel like there's a lot I shouldn't say a lot. I, I, I see the, the theme connections, like we're talking about Christ figures and, and mm -hmm. finding these like biblical themes. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've been able to connect a lot of that into these fantasy movies mm -hmm. that I've started watching. Maybe I'm just missing out in sci-fi. So speaking of sci-fi, what are some of the themes in general in sci-fi movies? You're talking about these mm -hmm. large themes, overarching themes. What are mm -hmm. some of those things that, that you see throughout sci-fi movies? Well, I probably gave it away by saying that they're large themes. I think one of them is smallness, uh, small and large. I mean, mm. what, what it means to uh, be overwhelmed by a universe that's outside of your control. And, um, and uh, what does it mean to be human? 
And when you encounter maybe another life form, that's kind of part of it too, but mm -hmm. also um, how little control we have over our own technology. I mean, once you, once you throw up a little, you sit on the tip of a little uh, a rocket and you throw yourself up into space, uh, it sounds like a great achievement until you're up there. And then, and then, <laughs> then you're just sort of around by this giant universe and uh, it, it rips you apart. And so there's, um, I think, this, the smallness of mm -hmm. human nature and then kind of meaning and purpose in light of a big, a big universe that keeps coming up in sci-fi films. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what, what, William Shatner just went up into space uh, right. and, and he came back and he kind of almost wept when he came back. And he had this, oh, what, mm -hmm. what's called this... Um, I forget what the actual term is, but basically he suddenly became extremely homesick huh. and he only went up, up for a little while and mm -hmm. didn't go out very far, but he looked out there and then he looked back at his home and he says, this is, this is my home. I mean, everything out there, he didn't see space as beautiful. He saw space as, as empty. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it huh. drew him back home and he said, I, I had this profound experience and I hope I never lose that sense of how important this place is. Huh. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it taps in. Not all of them do that, I think, but a lot of them tap into that, that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Fahrenway. Is that the name of the term? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Did Fair you just Google that? I, well, I knew it was a name. Okay, I'll be full, full disclosure. I knew it was the name of a distillery in Herman, Missouri. Oh, yes. wow. But well, I couldn't think go. of it. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, the, it's sort of like the inverse of homesick. Yep. It's like oh. adventure sick. Yep. Oh. Yeah, yep. and... Cool. And I think he might have even used that term when he came back because he's very profound with his words anyway. Yeah, so. it's kind of the opposite of nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like uh, huh. I need that wonder back. Right. But mm. um, So you were mentioning how you can identify a lot more with... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> um, with uh, sort of <clears throat> Christian themes and biblical themes with fantasy. I think that often, I, and speaking as a sci-fi and fantasy person, but mm -hmm. sort of to all of you, I think that uh, fantasy is sort of a gateway. It's easy to mm -hmm. make those connections biblically, but then I think the more you consume, if I can use that word, mm -hmm. I think you'll find that it's really easy to find those larger themes in sci-fi as well. Mm -hmm. I think that an effective sci-fi, whether it tries to or not, <laughs> always has some sort of a societal-like critique right. that it's doing. Mm -hmm. Right. No matter what. I didn't always see that growing up. I was sort of brought up in sci-fi as well. So I watched Star Wars, Star Trek, Stargate, star insert thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I just liked them for the for almost the fantasy aspect of the sci-fi. Like, this is fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then as I got older, I, I started to realize, oh, and effective science fiction is, is sort of taking the hard science that we know about the world around us, applying fiction fiction to it, and asking a bunch of what-if questions. And exactly I think that right. that's mm -hmm. a really powerful tool from sci-fi, which can also, you know, t tick a lot of people off, depending yeah. on right. what the sci-fi sure. is. Like, that would never happen, you know. But right. it's science fiction. Who are you to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. makes and you it ask asks a lot these, of questions. It gets you to ask kind of questions about meaning and mm -hmm. purpose. And, yeah, no. I think it's uh, it's not just a, it's not just about technology and space. Mm -hmm. That's sort of the canvas in which we sort of suddenly see these questions mm -hmm. much more brighter and 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 much more uh, urgent. On us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So we just we have about a minute and a half left. So Erica, uh, what what are some of the highlights? What are you looking forward to with this festival happening today? Still, um, just um, 
yesterday when I welcomed the group, I was surprised how many people in the audience, this was their first time coming to our Faith and Film Festival. Oh, wow. And so that is so exciting because they will all go back home and tell their friends and family about it. And I just love that. I mean, there's just such a great energy in this building yesterday and today. It's just, it's so hard to explain if you haven't participated in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Do you have a, a, a movie, your favorite movie of, of this film festival? Actually, the to? first movie I saw yesterday, uh-huh. I didn't think I would like it because of the subject matter, but I love it. Um, Promising Young Woman, okay. which is a fairly new film. And there's a little part in it where you're like, oh, it's going to have a happy ending, which is my favorite <laughs> of every movie that, you know, the boy meets girl and they uh-huh. end up together yeah. at the end. And um, Dave Lewis, who was one of the moderators for it, um, he, after we were watching it, he said, Erica, the part where it seemed like it was going to have a happy ending and the boy and girl kissed and were together, I thought of you instantly. And then I was like, oh, she's not going to be happy in like two minutes. <laughs> oh, boy. Excellent. Oh, it's boy. <laughs> well, uh, Erica, Dr. Herman, it's been so great having you here. It's been it's awesome Thank being you. on campus uh, yes. live from the Faith and Film Festival. Thanks so much for joining Thank us you. today. Thank you. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm Jordan Harms. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Don't, 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 don't.